Welcome to Date Card Pod. I'm Jenna. And I'm Danica. And we're back with a nice little uh, kind of off-season episode again. Kind of, you know, <laughs> ramping up for the new season of The Bachelorette. Who else is exhausted? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I can't. We're so fucking tired, y'all. We're tired and we haven't even done anything. <laughs> like, usually by this point, I think we're pretty close. Are we close to being done yeah. with Bachelorette? Yeah. yeah. And we would be gearing up for Paradise, which is the time that Jenna and I are the most excited for, but honestly, <clears throat> the most self-loathing also, because usually when Paradise starts, it's four hours a week, minimum viewing. Oh, yeah. I and then, um, you know, hours and hours of labor yeah, you can't record, like, a recap of BIP, like, in a short minute. Cause no. Because there's, like, literally, like, no less than ten, like, relationships to talk about at a time. Mm-hmm. But you're, it's so weird, because we are usually really excited by that show and, like, ready for it, but it does, I forgot about the two nights a week bullshit. Yeah. But it, it turns into three nights a week, so, like, half of our week is spent with one another, and we're just like, okay, thank God we have a season to not talk to each other. <laughs> exactly. Because, like, it's... I never resent you or this podcast ever, except for all the time. And then, (laughs) but, like, during Paradise season, it just, it's really hard because we've been, like, marathoning for so long, and then it's just like, okay, now you have to run your fastest at the end, and then you get three months off. It's absolute bullshit. And then sometimes they throw in a Winter Games, and it's just like, are you motherfucking kidding me I couldn't like I get that I don't have to watch this show but like I I have to and I don't think ABC realizes the damage they do but now we've had like a weird season where we're like I think I talked to Jenna last night and I was just like can we start doing like mini-sodes or something like I don't know what day it is and it's starting to scare me my mental health is the toilet like I don't (laughs) what is wrong with us that like the commitment in the schedule of watching The Bachelor is something that makes us uh, feel more normal centered. Like, that's not okay. Yeah. That's not okay. But, uh, we've given too much time to this series, and honestly, who we have to be stopped, but who's gonna stop us? Who's gonna fucking stop us? Who's gonna stop us? Like, sometimes I, I will, like, message Jenna if we haven't talked for a while, and I'm just like, you know, I see, like, what you post on the date card pod page, and I'm like, I can't even get out of it. Like, I don't know how you're doing all of this. I don't know either. And, like, both of us have full-time jobs right now still, which is crazy. And, like, Jenna <sighs> Jenna just, like, does the most, you guys. Like, like heart, subscribe, because she's doing a lot of work that nobody asked for. <laughs> <laughs> no one asked for such a martyr because now I feel like people are asking me for things like I just got a DM before we started recording that's like thank you for doing what you're doing and exposing all these people like here's some more tea for you and I'm like I feel like I have to do this yeah. at this point and it's like become I have not had a break this entire COVID time mm-hmm. I have been committed to the Bachelor franchise this entire time and I feel uh but I but if it went away I would be I would be lost. Yeah. I would be lost. I wouldn't know what to do with it, even though I, as much as I hate 
some of the shit that's going on. Oh, a lot of it. It's just like you just hold on to the memories and the moments, and you hold on to the moments of Jordan throwing a teddy bear into the ocean, and you're oh. like, this is the reason we're here, folks. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. That's real. I feel like you're as committed to this show as everyone in the show is committed to not following protocol <laughs> during COVID-19. Um, you are just, you are not social distancing from this franchise, Oh, no, Jenna. It's, a, it's a very unhealthy um, situation. I've, I've, I'm... I'm happy that you're doing it and that it's Thank not you. me. <laughs> um, it gives me fucking some weird joy, though, dude. I can't even tell you. Yeah. It's weird. You I'm gotta... Into it. Serotonin is in short supply. You gotta find it somewhere. When I find, like, a juicy thing and I get to post about it and then post, like, ten little Instagram stories of me, like, ranting and raving, I'm like, yes! This yeah. is what I need to be doing with my life. <laughs> you love it. In the meantime, like, I I tried watching, like, old seasons you're of right. The Bachelor. Yeah, and you've like, been watching some of The Goat. Yeah. I've been watching some of the go. I mean, like, uh, it's. I didn't watch any of the ones I wasn't already into. Yeah, though. like no, that's fair. I don't care about men. Uh, <laughs> men are terrible and disgusting. Period. And like, I didn't watch Trista's and whoever the first Bachelor was. Like, ew, I don't care. No, no like these people are happy and have kids and they're wealthier than me and they're ugly. I don't care. No one asked for this uh, Bachelor <laughs> franchise. In fact, we asked for something totally different. Yeah, which was accountability and no, (laughs) never gonna happen. Nope, nope, nope. And I I keep, and everyone who's a fan of the show uh, sees me constantly tagging Chris Harrison on the Elise posts, and then they're like, Are you excited for next week's GOAT? It's like, No, dudes. No dudes. I've been asking you to do. What show do you think we should do next? Um, how about working on real diversity and telling us what your plan is? Yeah, I actually want you to show us the highlight reel of Rachel's season, which was just full of racist garbage. Which they will never do. Never do. And they have this real convenient excuse of apparently somebody else owns that season now, and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty convenient that you pretty 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 you know made that happen. So now that we can't watch you. Um, put an actual racist on the show. That's one thing I was gonna say is, like, they released a bunch of episodes on HBO Max, and it it seemed to be, like, at least for the Bachelorette seasons, it was JoJo, Caitlyn, and Hannah. And then Nick's season. Yeah. Conveniently, there was a Bachelorette that was skipped, Mm -hmm. and I was like, hmm, hmm, hmm. And I don't, I'm not a lawyer, I don't know anything. In fact, Rachel's a lawyer. I actually, I, I. Let's ask her. Yeah, I I would like to shoot her an email, but I'm also sure that she is 1000% busy and does not need my my white questions. No. Right now. Lord. That's, that's, it's a mess, everybody. The only thing that I have appreciated about Bachelor Greatest of All Time is, like, them catching up with everybody Mm -hmm. again. Um, Ashley, I, and Jared seem very unhappy, which is maybe just, like, my own perception of it, but they, Ashley, I is crazy. Mm -hmm. I, like, I don't know why we've allowed her to become a darling, because she's actually crazy. Like, I'm saying this as a crazy person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in my company. She's in, like, she does not deserve this platform. (laughs) She's, she's wild all the time, and just, like... They were on an interview on Caitlyn's season. Okay, well, which, I was wondering, okay. Yeah, oh, which means that Jared. Jared... And, like, there was this that famous scene in Paradise where Ashley I calls Caitlyn with a producer's phone and is like, what did you do to him? <laughs> like, as she's, like, trying to date him. Why has this behavior been allowed? I honestly don't know if Jared is okay. They were 
talking about Caitlyn's season and his like relationship with her and he kept looking at her like is this making you jealous like do you, like oh, is it okay if I talk about healthy. this like oh, it's no. so ugly you guys. I, I watched part of like when they're the Instagram stories when that air, that episode was airing and like Jared was like you could tell he was physically uncomfortable. Like, he kept leaving the room because he could not handle the fact that while Ashley was watching that. I'm like, are you all kidding me? It happened more than five years ago. You're married to the asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, what else do you guys... I can't. Like, oh, oh my god. And, like, Caitlyn has moved on in so many fucking ways. But, like, it's very apparent that Ashley is still just, like, very, like, almost resentful that well, he didn't pick her first. And later when we talk about the Nick fucking fiasco, mm-hmm. uh, I just briefly want to not re- forget the Ashley I connection in a sense that, like, that's all part of a higher level clique that is in the Bachelor Nation. Mm. And they are notorious for bullying other contestants. Ashley I famously uh, popular for uh, bullying Danielle Lowe or whatever, D Lowe, mm-hmm. who was on, I think, Ben Higgins' season mm-hmm. and dated Jerry briefly on one of the BIP seasons. And she bullied her in the show off show like on her podcast online all because she had the audacity to date a man that Ashley liked yeah and we all are just like cool we're fine with Ashley having a platform still yeah or not that she needs to be canceled but you know what I'm saying it's just like why are we giving this person this much energy yeah I don't want to I don't think Ashley should be canceled I no, just certainly not, think but. that she's like it's just, I think it's a yeah, bigger picture has, of these old, these higher level uh, Bachelor Nation people who. It's Bachelor Illuminati shit. Yes. Like, it's disgusting. It's and, like, also, you guys, don't you listen to her podcast? It's not good. I don't, and I can't. I, I think, I, I finally unsubscribed, like, a few weeks ago because I ran out of space for nudes on my phone. <laughs> um, and I was like, I gotta get rid of some podcasts, y'all. And, like, I had not listened for, like, months and months and months. Yeah. Because, like, even their, like, in-depths are just so vapid and stupid. Like, I... They're not the people who should be talking to these people. No. Like, you are not... Ben Higgins is not prepared to have an in-depth conversation about racism or sexism. <gasps> ben Higgins <laughs> is not prepared for even... Slight criticism that's like, we watched your live show and it kind of stunk. And he's like, what, can, what did I do to hurt Think you? Think about your words <laughs> and how they affect people. I'm just like, work on your fragility, bitch. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, wait. we're bullies. We're bullies, um, yeah. Welcome to the bully hour. If your name's Garrett, you better watch your uh, ass. <laughs> watch it, G words. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've gotten soft topic. All right. Um, remember when we said this was going to be short? We're yeah. twelve minutes in, That's and fine. we haven't started at all. Well, okay. Let's talk about. Let's talk about. Should we save the next stuff later? Yeah. Yeah. Next, st- next stuff should be juicy and yeah, last. Juicy and last. Um, well, speaking of juicy, and, and by juicy I mean like uh, fluids coming out of people's mouth when they're coughing or sneezing. Great transition. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, let's talk about COVID and its relationship to the Bachelor. <laughs> Literally, all these people are, like, all of these, like, young people, like, this is American exceptionalism. Like, all these people are just, like, I've had mild success on this thing. A disease cannot affect me in any way, shape, or form. Uh, They're all, like, I I don't even follow as many, like, Instagram accounts as you do. Like, I have to have some sanity. Yeah, some boundaries and, like, (laughs) be safe with your body and your soul. Like, I feel like I'm getting COVID from looking at Instagram. Um, because nobody is wearing a mask, except for Mike Johnson, who is a literal saint. I love him forever. Um, Mm -hmm. again, my number is... (laughs) (laughs) He is 
so perfect. But yeah, he just there was a, just a photo that got released the other day on the internet of him wearing his mask out in public, dude, mm-hmm. like like literally wearing a mask, being he, a good person. He was with Alea, and so oh, yes. I hate it. Um, yeah, because yeah. I don't even care how bad of an edit she got. That yeah. girl sucks. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they're dating because they they just live in San Antonio. Yeah. So, like they live in the same space, so it makes sense. But be friends, yeah. Also, ugh, <sighs> if they're together, yeah. I'm gonna have some cyberbullying to yeah. do. It could be worse. It could be McKenna. <laughs> Man, I had totally forgotten about her for like ten minutes. <laughs> I think about her eyebrows constantly. And her tongue. Oh. Is that ASMR? Yeah, this is audio hell, is what we've created at the podcast. Again, like, we haven't recorded in so long. And also, it is 90 degrees in the room we're recording in. We both are taking off our eyeglasses because we can't even handle it. No, it's too much. Okay. Um, so, they are getting ready to... Okay. Oh, my God. Back as to COVID crew. As everyone knows, um, they are filming The Bachelorette right now in... Um, La Quinta Inn in the same area that apparently Coachella is at. And it cool. is 120 degrees. I'm actually literally not kidding. Like, yeah. that's the temperature that it is there. So that's real fun to start. We're all going to die. And then they have only... Does that quarant- kill COVID, though? Uh, well, <laughs> ah, maybe. According to the president. Um, they have flashed all of the men on her season with a bright light. Mm-hmm. They're all <laughs> drinking bleach. Yeah, it's great. Um, some of them might have already just been doing it in general yeah, before they... Yeah, I mean, some of these men have been drinking bleach. bleach. That's apparent. <laughs> the guy that, like, has, like, the full beard but no mustache definitely bleached his own fucking mustache off. I I want to cyberbully him immediately. I have not even seen him for a second. Oh, my, oh my God. God. So they're at this thing and they're doing this quarantine. I guess there's only about... But they're only doing for 10 days. They are testing everybody roughly three times before they even begin filming. And I guess they're going to be testing them every three days during the filming. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. Like, how fucked up is that? That, like, my friend Allie tried to go get um, COVID tested. And she lives in Olympia, Washington. It's, like, the capital of Washington. But it's not, like, a huge city. It's not a huge city, but it's, like, still a city. I I would, like, equate it to, like, Boise or, like, something like that. Where it's, like, it's, like, a blue bubble in Mm -hmm. what is otherwise, like, a rural area. But she tried to go get tested a couple weeks ago, and they had one clinic. It was a drive-in, and she sat in line there for an hour and didn't move at all. Mm -hmm. So, like, if the capital city in the Mm -hmm. state of Washington, which is very liberal overall... Like, they, if they can't get tested, why the fuck are these... Like, how are NBA players getting tested mm-hmm. so frequently? Like, how are these people getting tested every three days? Mm-hmm. It's insane. Um, we also know the tests are not perfect. And yeah. And they have, you know, false negatives. Mm-hmm. And it takes you, like, weeks to get any information back anyway. So, well, like, how... they're claiming they're doing these, like, weird rapid ones. I don't really know. I mean... I mean it's not the same everywhere. Of course. Like... They're um, clearly getting good tests. The Bachelor, you Yeah, know, that's what I'm saying. It's like, how... Why do we allow this to happen when we're, like, literally all suffering and having to stay home and do all this shit? By the way, stay the fuck home. Yeah, please. Just stop. Well, I just, I mean, this... I've been asking myself this a lot lately. I don't know why they're... I mean, I know why they're doing it. I just Mm -hmm. don't know why we are... We as a fan base are allowing it. Like, I think it's because, obviously, we need something to, like, distract ourselves from... But, like, what is the, like... At the cost of what? Yeah. Yeah, at the cost of what? For fuck why? Yeah. (laughs) And then just knowing that it's just going to continue to be a shit show and more and more people are going to get sick and no one can answer any questions. I've been listening to podcasts. I've been listening to, like, Instagram stories. No one can answer any of the questions, like... What if one of her top men get it mid-season? 
Well, the show stopped. First of all, in general, if anyone gets it mid-season, the whole show is going to have to stop for a minimum of two weeks. And, and you just, at some point, you're like, what's the point? And also, it's not just, like, the men. It's, like, the entire cast. And the people who work at La Quinta, like, I mean, everything. Yeah. Like, you can't. It's so irresponsible and not okay. And, um, and like, I... Like, are they isolating, like, outside of that? Like, is it just, like, everybody has their own room? Yeah, yeah. So it's a big enough place even... where apparently one can... But Ugh. even then, it's just, like, who's doing these tests? Are they wearing proper PPE? Are they changing their PPE between each testing thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so many levels to it that I just don't understand. And then, at all for what? I'll tell you what, I mean, of course I want to see this season. I want to see how it turns out. I want to see with this this concept of doing it all in one location, but, like, mm-hmm. again, at what cost? I feel so bad for Claire. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad for fucking that. I mean, I, poor I feel upset that, like, okay, so, like, this cast is a little bit different. It leans a little bit older. They're, they've gotten they, better. But, but they yeah. are still, like, most of them are younger than Claire. Yeah. And uh, so I'm yeah. just, like, nervous that she has to, like, risk her life to hang out with 40 dudes. Like, can you imagine, like... In what situation would you be willing to risk your actual life to hang out with 40 men? And to get Disgusting. a yeast infection. Like, yeah. she's just going to get a yeast infection from yeah. half these guys, and she's going to risk her life for that. That's not okay. I was, like, I was listening to a, a podcast, and I don't even remember what it was, um, but they were talking about how, like, viewership might even be different this time because of, like, how, like... You know when you see people kiss on Bachelor and you're, like, already, like, ugh, like, I don't like it, but, like, mm-hmm. COVID kissing, mm-hmm. I'm just, like, not allowed. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to fucking see it. Yeah. And no. I certainly don't want to see it now. Oh. Ew. Like, and just, like, oh, <sighs> the amount of people that she has to kiss that, like, she doesn't even want to kiss, like, really... You know how, like, Caitlin talked about, like, yeah. Tanner being the worst kisser because she, she just viewed him as a friend the I whole time? Yeah. Like She still the, had to do it. The amount of men that you have to kiss, and it's just like, do I want to die or, like, have permanent lung I or mean, heart damage t- for this show? Mm-mm. Who has, conti- like, I mean, like, Mm-mm. Claire is, like, a veteran, obviously, yeah. but the show has not treated her well. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Disgusting. Mm-mm. And you know they're, like, basically forcing her hand at this point. I think if she didn't feel, like, pressure to say yes, she probably wouldn't say mm-hmm. yes to this. Because this is just, like, wild. But, like, could you imagine being the person who turns down being the Bachelorette? Like, you, I, I can't even imagine the the fuckery that would happen after mm-hmm. that. So, we're at that stage, y'all. But, also, speaking of fuckery, um, it was reported yesterday, um, I guess it was probably Friday night, Maybe it was actually during the day, because Florida's four hours or three hours ahead. Yeah, so anyway, I think it was yesterday, Saturday. Um, Tyler Cameron and Matt James, our future bachelor, were throwing a good old-fashioned COVID party in Jupiter, Florida. Which, I, the thing is, I've heard that Florida has, like, zero cases. So, like, this is probably zero fine. Cases. This is fine, right? Uh, yeah, we cut Florida off into the ocean, actually, okay. several weeks ago. Activists nice. did. Um uh, Those thugs. We got sick of Marco Rubio. Yeah. <laughs> um, not doing anything, so we just cut the whole damn state off. Um, God. No, but, like, there was, what, like, 50-plus people at this party? Yeah. Non-masked in a fucking pool. Are you joking, my ass? Yeah. I read this thing, like, I think it was in, like, one of the my, my brother, my brother, and me groups, and there is, like, a, uh, a water park Oh, or yeah. something. The Ozark Lakes yeah. or something. And that's open, like, as an essential business. And I'm just like, <laughs> are you fucking joking my... Like, 
Literally, okay, the virus travel, the virus small. It can only, only be transmitted through like water droplets from your mouth, your nose, etc. This is why cloth masks are essential because the virus is easily transmitted, but it can only transmit itself through some sort of other substance, which a mask would help. A mask helps because the water droplets from your mouth and nose are too big to travel through the cloth mask. Therefore, the virus stays inside of your mask and is not transmitted to other people. If you are in water, die. <laughs> like, stop. It's insane. I can't. It, it, the videos of them in the pool, hanging out. Tyler has, is just, like, on a phone call. Like, he's some fucking, like, mobster. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, top shit. And, like, you know, infecting, like, all these people. Like, I mean, the thing is, like, somebody could die from that pool party. Okay. Like, imagine going, like, I'm going to go to a pool party, and that's okay to risk my life. Also, like, did his dad die or no? No, not yet. Exactly. Okay, like, his dad, dad is immunocompromised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, why the fuck are you having a pool party? Mm-hmm. If this was, like, his whole, his whole arc on the show was, like, his trauma bonding that he had Mm -hmm. with Hannah was like, my dad almost died and I had to decide whether to come on the show or not. That was like a year ago. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck are you doing this? And your mother just died, which is horrible, but like, like, yeah, not justifying that at all. No, it's more of like, how can you, how can you be so uh, callous callous about that? Callous, careless. Um, remember uh, like a few episodes, I, a few episodes ago, like probably 10 episodes ago when I was like, I don't know what it is about Tyler, but I don't think he's attractive and you mm-hmm. were roasting me. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I was right. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking always are, dude. I feel like you called out Blake for being that good early too when mm-hmm. I was still on that train. Um, you know what's funny about Blake that I'm just everything. now realizing? Well, everything is hilarious about him, but a picture of Donald Trump's dad's head and it's just it just literally looks like a skull with like oh yeah like flesh painted over it i think that's why i don't like blake Mm, there's there's a lot of intense bone structure happening and it's not right (laughs) not right man you know what's unfortunate is that like this is this party is incredibly irresponsible they have very large platforms um they're they're not only promoting that it's okay to like be doing this but then (sighs) They're in an epicenter. Like, I, there, there sh- there's no reason for this to be happening, period. But and also... then you add the element of that Matt's there. Mm-hmm. And we, I want to be careful when I talk about this. I, again, this has nothing to do with, like... There's two things happening. He's he's the first black bachelor. Mm-hmm. That's it. He's the first black bachelor. There's there's a lot on his plate with that. And I can empathize. Not I could not sympathize. I don't know how that pressure is, but I can wonder and, you know, only imagine... But it's like, then you just have him also doing this very irresponsible thing mm-hmm. that's not only going to just show a bad example for the franchise, who follows him, but also, like, the people who are going to potentially be on his season. Mm-hmm. And also the fact that they might not even be able to film his season now because of mm-hmm. what if he gets sick? Or it's just so many layers to it, and he's continuing the pandemic. Yeah. His actions are continuing the length of the pandemic. Not him alone, but it is contributing to the overall factor. So it's like his season is now at a risk. And that makes me sad that we are now at risk of not having this opportunity that we've all been asking for. Yeah. And I think, too, like, it's just wildly irresponsible for so many reasons because there are so many things that we don't know about the virus. Like, we don't know. Like, there have been so many 
cases of people who got COVID, mild symptoms, did all of the appropriate mm-hmm. things once they got mm-hmm. diagnosed, then got it again and again. Mm-hmm. So we don't know how antibodies work. We don't have a vaccine. Like, they're in, like, this, like, bubble. I think it's because they have, like, enough money to, like, not have to do, like, mm-hmm. a quote-unquote real job mm-hmm. right now. And they're, like, we're all exhausted. None of us want to, like, not see our friends. Of course. Like, I've seen you, I think, twice mm-hmm. since the pandemic happened. And, like, th- that's crazy. And it sucks. And I, like... We still don't... I haven't touched you. No. Which is good. It's extremely rude. <laughs> uh, it's one of those things where, like, we're all making a lot of sacrifices. And so many people are just, like, fucking it up for everybody else. It's weird because, like, I feel like I've talked to, like, some people about... Have you seen the HBO show um, about Chernobyl? Mm -mm. It's so weird because, like, so many things were so fucked up about Chernobyl, like, in general. But there was at least a sense of... Like, for example, like, when Chernobyl happened, there were all of these, like, frontline workers that had to go and, like... They knew they were going to die, but Mm. they did it so that... The collective, which was the rest of the fucking world, could could survive. And so, like, there were these, like, miners or people that were construction workers or whatever that were, like, literally digging beneath Chernobyl in, like, 120 degree heat that weren't wearing PPE and knew they were going to die as a result that just did it because that was what society needed to do to function. Literally, all we're doing is asking people to wear a fucking mask when they have to go out and otherwise stay home. And, like, I'm sorry, when has staying home ever been a problem? That's all I've wanted to do my whole life. I have never wanted a job. Feminism is a disease for making me leave the house, ever. You've literally said this on the podcast, like, twice before. I love it. I will... (laughs) Drunk feminist contend that feminism is a disease. I don't even want to vote. I don't want to vote... It doesn't matter anyway. I don't want the right to vote. I don't want it. I don't want it. Nobody counts my vote anyways because I always send it in the last minute. <laughs> everyone vote, please. No, everyone please vote. I, this is oh, not God. an endorsement for not right. This is hilarious. Um, yeah, I can't. We just gonna... And it, I already seen online, like, everyone's like, we shouldn't be surprised they had the quarantine crew, they had the quarantine crew. Like, I get it. I'm not surprised. I'm disappointed and I'm frustrated. It's okay to be um, any of those things. Yeah. Like... I don't have to be shocked to still be mad. I think that's, like, a new thing that we're having to come together as a society. I don't have to be shocked to be mad. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, none of this is shocking to me. The way uh, the government's treating people. Danica and I live in Portland, Oregon, and if I don't know if you've been looking at the news lately, but we have literal federal government being stationed in our city kidnapping people off the street. Fascism is happening. Like, actually in our town. So, um, you know, I don't have to, again, not surprised. Yeah. Uh, but still quite mad and frustrated and willing to talk about it, so, you know. Also, please help us and sign petitions if please. you can. I don't know if petitions actually do anything, but, yeah. like, literally... Pay attention, th- I guess, is probably yeah. the thing. It's just pay attention. And don't don't take... Uh, I've been seeing a lot of people sharing this, and I'll say, say it here in the podcast. Do not believe the narrative going out there that our mayor or our governor are on the side of good mm-hmm. in this situation. They have been gassing our city, our members, and our people for the 50 days that we've been protesting, mm-hmm. um, and and they are now tweeting and saying that they do not like the federal government being in their town, and that is only because they want to gas them, us themselves. Yeah. I mean, like, they've had the opportunity to stop what mm-hmm. 
Portland Police Department have been doing for a long time, and they're not. <laughs> they're, they're, like, they're literally not doing anything. So, and just so, pay attention and don't, like, listen to that narrative. That would help us a lot. Okay, that was a sad little moment. <laughs> Let's get on to my most Back favorite topic. Back to The Bachelor! <laughs> the best topic of tonight's show is our, um... The fall from grace. <laughs> oh no! This that is, is Nick Vial. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. I'm doing my Tia hand. Um. So Jenna has had a very painful oh, experience God. this week. It's been so hard I, for me. I want to introduce the topic a little bit. Um. While she cries. Um. So Nick, who is our is our date card pod darling? Like we both love him. He was reviled for, <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even, that was good. I didn't even know that was a joke. Um, he was reviled on many seasons of The Bachelor. Fans did not like him. Mm-hmm. He was on Andy's season and got second place. He was on Caitlyn's season and got second place. Um, he made, uh, you know, he was, he was part of the reason that Caitlyn was um, labeled as Mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. um, disgusting, uh, on Behavior. all accounts on the fan side. Then he was on Bachelor in Paradise, where he <laughs> broke up with that poor, quiet girl. <laughs> <laughs> I do not remember her name. Uh, Jen. Jen! I should know this. Um, again, my mother's name and my podcast, so I can never remember a Jennifer or a Jenna or a Jen. <laughs> Um, and then he was his own, uh, bachelor. Uh, Nick Vial recorded a, <laughs> sorry. No, it's good. We're out of control. Um, <laughs> yeah, we are, we are very loose. We I can definitely record. <laughs> we can definitely record the, uh, advertisement that's overdue by six months <laughs> after So, Vial, um, recorded a podcast, I think, I mean, I'm sure it was a while ago, but he released a podcast with good old reality Steve. Uh, that was honestly the most painful thing I've ever had to listen to. Journalistic integrity, goodbye. <laughs> it was so bad, y'all. Oh my god, the ability to even just have, like, a frank conversation. Like, I guess I'm, like, I think my overall feeling is disappointment. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many feelings I have, but disappointment is one of them because... He just had such a great opportunity to have a really frank conversation with this man who's, Reality Steve, who's had a huge hand in a lot of the fuckery in this franchise and the fandom, and good or bad, and it's just like, they could have just had a really frank conversation, but like, they did not, Nick chose to not do that. Um, he chose to just be dismissive. Like, Nick woke up that morning and chose violence. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I, so I am curious about your thoughts about reality, Steve, in general, because, Mm -hmm. like, I, I don't look at spoilers Mm -hmm. when we're, like, in the season until Mm -hmm. it gets, like, I think I looked at a spoiler for Peter's season, Mm -hmm. because I was, like, really trying to figure it out, Mm -hmm. but, like, I, what I saw wasn't correct. Yeah, because he, he was never spoiled, actually, uh-huh. officially on that one, either. But, yeah, I mean, I think I don't follow him, quote-unquote, because I don't want to get spoiled as well. 
Um, I know he's made some boo-boos in the past, but I also know he's done some good things where he's done similar to what, like, I think our podcast is doing now, and I think some other podcasts, uh, one of my favorite podcasts I would love to shout out right real quick is Game of Roses. Um, you'll often see me sharing their, um, memes, and, um, Bachelor Clue is one of the hosts. He makes these really, like, uh, demonic looking, you know, things on Harrison and everything. It's really great. But their podcast is really, really great at exposing the truth in the franchise and the way that they do things, the way they treat people. And I think Reality Steve has also had a long history in that and has helped show what the, what the producers and the editors do to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and has given a platform to a lot of contestants to come on and air mm-hmm. their feelings. So I think he's not without, like, judgment. I think we shouldn't put him on a fucking pedestal by any means. Yeah. But he's also not... He is not the reason... That people get death threats. Yeah. No. That's the whole point. Certainly not. Um, I listened to all but the last, like, 18 minutes of Nick Files' podcast. I'm surprised I made it that far. Mm -hmm. Um, To me, it seemed very clear that he brought Reality Steve on because he, from what I understand, he originally was asked by Reality Steve to come on Reality Steve's podcast, Mm -hmm. and he said, no, fuck you, Mm -hmm. basically. In, in nicer, more professional terms. Right. Um, because he has beef with him. Mm-hmm. Because Reality Steve has shared things about Nick that were... That Nick didn't view as accurate, or he didn't see himself that way. Mm-hmm. Like, if anybody in Bachelor Nation has, like, an elevated view of themselves Ooh. without, like, mm, a little bit of criticism, mm-hmm. it might be Nick Vile. Just a little <laughs> um, bit. And, again, saying this as a fan, Mm -hmm. I generally do love him. Mm -hmm. And um, one thing I was talking to Jenna about before, like, I feel like he has such a a negative opinion of Reality Steve. Like, one thing he kept bringing up in the podcast is, like, well, you weren't there. Like, you don't know. Mm -hmm. And so, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like Nick has always been, like, a person in Bachelor Nation that's, like, controversial. Mm -hmm. Like, he was not necessarily, like, a bootlicker, but he has made his entire living and, like, lifestyle off of Bachelor Nation. So he has to be a little bit of a, like, you can't criticize so much and, like, make your career off of this thing. Oh, yeah. He criticizes, if you listen to his podcast ever, normally he, he'll try to spill a little bit of tea that you're kind of like, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. But it's, he never talks shit about the producer. He's, he's open, he has openly said he doesn't like some of the edits he's gotten, which made the rest of the podcast of this one so confusing to me, because he's been public about how he hasn't benefited from the, his edits, that he's, in fact, actually been, like... His life has been made harder due to his edits. Right, when they were talking about the, like, Frank... What is it called? Frankenbiting. Frankenbiting. Like, Reality Steve made, like, a really good point where he was just like, oh, yeah, you... Like, I know for a fact that... And, like, Nick said, too, like, oh, yeah, I'm a victim of that. And then was, like, defending the editors and producers for some reason. And I'm just like, okay, can you just admit you don't like this guy and don't agree with him? Like, why did you, like, I wonder, like, why did you do this? I think he really wanted to just have... It was all about him. I mean, it's just all about him. He wanted Reality Steve to apologize for the ways in which Reality Steve personally messed with Nick. And again, yeah. those are fine. Like, that's fine. He did release some things, I guess, about Nick. They, you know, whatever. And he has been really hard on Nick throughout the years because he thinks Nick's probably not a very uh, sincere person. Um, but 
mm, sorry, but this episode did not make me think he was very sincere, where mm-hmm. he could literally have a conversation where he was like, yes, these things happen, but... But it's not their fault. I'm like, you're not even... Like, what you're saying doesn't even track. You're not doing a one to two. You're, like, falling off the edge somehow. It made no sense to me. I also feel really weird about the fact that... I don't know, like... I get that his new producer... Like, she's new, right? Like, she... Yeah, she's new. Yeah, she's new. I don't know what happened to the other I don't either. I tried seeing on Reddit, but they... She just, like, left. I don't know. I mean, she was... I liked her. I liked her, too. But the new one is a producer in television, so she was just, like, a yes ma'am for the whole thing, too. Just, like, Mm -hmm. this is how it's supposed to be done. Okay, but in the end, towards part of the podcast, at one point, Reality Steve even admits, okay, maybe I'm using too big of words or, you know, kind of lumping everyone together. I'm not necessarily saying the producer are actually even the ones who are really at fault. I think the producers are at fault for the way they treat POC people within the show. But, like, how they produce them when they're on the show. But the editors and the overall creators, like Mike Fleiss, Chris Harrison, because he's an executive producer, like, those are the people who are making the decisions of the narrative and how we, the people, see the things. And Reality Steve was just, like, beating his head against a wall to try to make that the most easy concept for Nick to just at least acknowledge. And, like, Nick (laughs) refused to give any room to any point he made at all. At all. Um, Like, throughout the episode. And, like, the, the most frustrating part for me, I think, was when he was talking about, so Nick asked, like, and this is clear to me, like, what Nick's agenda was. Like, I already heard some, like, you know, Nick is snarky, like, whatever. That's how he is as a person. That's always something that's annoyed me about him as, like, a podcast person. Like, he never comes to the table without an opinion. Uh Like, he's never asking a question because he's looking for a sincere answer. (laughs) He asks questions because he has an agenda. Yes. Yes. And it, yes. sometimes it's funny, and sometimes a lot of the times it sucks. Yeah. When he was asking the question, like, there is no way in good faith you could ask this question without, like, you know, like, trying to, like, spit flames on this person. He was asking, like, what do you think your biggest mistake is? <laughs> right? And, like... I could not. And... Like, aside from all of the snarky comments that he made before all of this happened, like, 30 minutes in, he's like, what do you think your biggest mistake is? And he do you, answers, do you think you regret this? <laughs> you regret this, regret this? Yeah, and he, he was talking about Jenna. Yeah. Nick was just like, oh, I don't, I don't know anything about that. And I'm just like, well, you stupid bitch. Everybody knows about the Jenna Cooper thing. And, like, clearly you just had an agenda, like, hoping he was going to say something about you. Yes, literally. And, like, oh, like shit. he, like, everything that Nick said in that episode just circled back to how Reality Steve had talked about him. And I'm just, like, honestly, like, if you're not in a place where you have moved on from shit people were saying about you X years ago, you haven't been a part of, like, you haven't been on Bachelor for so long. Like, mm-hmm. I love you. Yeah. I respect you. Yeah. I don't respect this. No, this sucks. it's been a while. It's been a while. Dude, you do not need to be this, like, intense about it. And again, the, the whole leading question was to get Reality Steve to admit that his biggest regret was fucking talking to Nick's dad via email. I don't, whatever, dude. Like, Cry me a river. The thing is, like, I totally understand, like, if Nick has beef with this person. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, have this conversation for sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't publish this podcast. Oh, yeah. I love- and he already made the joke before. He was like, I might not even publish this. And, like, it was before the interview even started. It just started off, like, literally from the wrong foot. He thinks he won that thing, too, the entire time. He really does. Yeah, and that you didn't listen, the last five minutes of it is just Nick and his producer being like, so, 
yeah, I think everyone's gonna listen to that and see that, uh, you know, things were got a little spicy, but, you know, I mean, I think we had a really important conversation. I'm like, the yeah. hell you had? No, you didn't, sir. I'm sorry. It just, and it was so, Nick was so like, you don't know because you've never been there. And I wanted to be like, sir, you don't know how Jenna or Olivia or any of the other people who have come to Steve to be like, the show has literally hurt me. You don't know what their experience is. So you do not get to say yeah. that their experience is invalid because they're not popular enough. He literally says yes. they're not popular enough. Yes. He says this, um, I think, like, halfway through. I was in Fred Meyer, like, yeah. shopping when I heard it. And I was like, oh, my God, I need to throw a bag of rice on the floor. Yeah. Like, he said something that was just like, oh, well, you talk to, like, a bitch who went home night yeah. one. Oh, it's like, I'm so sorry. You're just invalidating this person's entire fucking experience. Because you were loved, beloved on Bachelor enough to be on it four times. And, uh, like, wild. literally, like, Steve at a, one point says, like, does that mean their experience isn't true because it wasn't yours? Like, it is total. Like, I just. Yes. You know what? Nick, so many things taste better than boots. <laughs> so many things. Like, eat a Slim Jim. I don't care. Like, I'm. Mm-mm. It's weird because, like, I real. I thought he would have been on the right side of history here. I'm very excited to listen to this next episode mm-hmm. because he got. I listened to Reality Steve's episode afterwards, and he did a beautiful oh, job of not um, not harping and not, like, piling on. Mm-hmm. But he, at one point, just was like, I was planning on coming on in my episode and recapping kind of what my thoughts are. He's like, but after reading hundreds, and he's like, not a couple, but hundreds of DMs and emails being like, Nick was out of line, Nick was dismissive, Nick was all these things. And I, he was like, it's clear that the people who've listened to the episode that... I'm just going to let the episode speak for itself. And I was like, damn, sir, that is how you fucking rebuttal Mm -hmm. on that. And so, I mean, I'm interested to see, because I know that Nick did not get good reviews on that, even from his fans, like us. Like, I got a cameo from this man last year for my birthday. (laughs) I'm disappointed again. Not surprised. I'm going to get you a cameo for your birthday this year and just request that he says I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, Jenna. Sorry, Bachelor Nation. Um, anyway, but if you guys want to share your thoughts, I got a lot, we got a lot of DMs. I said, hey, people, send me your thoughts on this episode. Every single DM I got was what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Every single one was like, that was really hard to listen to. I am surprised oh. that, like, RS was able to, like, keep his composure because mm-hmm. if somebody talked to me like that, mm-hmm. I would be, like, dying. But also, like, I mean, I don't appreciate, like, what Nick was saying, but I also... I get why somebody who, like, knows exactly what's going on and has been The Bachelor might be frustrated by Reality Steve. I do, yeah. But I feel like if you were inviting them to your platform, you should never be the person coming off as a villain. Mm -hmm. Like... On your own fucking podcast. On your own fucking podcast. Can you, like... What would that be like for us? I mean, I'm we a invite, the entire time. <laughs> we invite Leo on and, like, <laughs> we invite Leo on and somehow Leo looks like the good guy. Are you fucking kidding me? We would have to do such a piss poor job to make that happen. Oh, my God. Leo. Oh my, like, inviting Chad on? Chad shit his pants on television and has had no consequences. He's, like, fucking in people's yards for revenge. Also, actually, I want to talk about that very briefly because oh, yeah. I totally forgot. Yes. So, uh, Chad, mm, mm, who you might remember from JoJo's season, oh my god, Jenna just, like, wrapped up her glasses, we're throwing them in the toilet. Mm-hmm. Um, Chad, who was on JoJo's season, he's, like, the guy that just, like, 
brought his own ham to paradise. Um, he, like, ripped Evan's shirt. Evan, who is, like, the shrimpiest, ba- he's, like, smaller than me, I feel like. Made fun of Sarah Heron. For having one arm. Yeah, it's horrible that he did that. He called her a one-armed bitch, oh quote-unquote. He shat his pants. He shat his pants, and then he got sent home from paradise, and he said, fuck you, Chris Harrison. Now, that I want to say on the record, I appreciate, but... I wish it were somebody else. Yes, this is true. I wish it were a non-problematic so that I could reuse that gift. Mm -hmm. But. What has he been up to lately, Danica? He has been. um, He apparently is, uh, he has an OnlyFans, Mm -hmm. right? Totally fine. Yeah, He is a sex worker. Totally fine. Respect. Mad respect. Um, He's scary as shit, though. (laughs) Uh, He, (laughs) nobody he should have sex with this person. He is frightening. I feel like he was, he had his own reality show for a while. Yeah, and he was on some other weird thing. He, he dated, like, a person from Big Brother, yeah. and, like, they were supposed to, they, I feel like they had, like, this uh, TV relationship that wasn't yeah. actually real. Yeah. And now, <laughs> now he is, uh, just doing OnlyFans stuff where he's doing, like, revenge porn in a weird way, where he, um, <laughs> The last I saw, he, like, parked in front of uh, JoJo and Jordan's house, which is not actually their house. No, it was not their house. Um, like, he was, he, like, tagged it to be this, like, place in California, but they don't live in California. No. Um, and he was just, like, I, I rewatched JoJo's season recently, and he was, like, I'm gonna find you to Jordan. Like, when they were in, like, a fight or whatever. And he was, like, I don't... Like, when he did the porn in his, like, caption on Instagram, he said, like, I always told you I would find you. Or some shit. It's so fucking disgusting. And, like, truly, like, abolish the police. (laughs) Except for this... This man needs to go away. Like, forever. I don't know what we're supposed to do with people like him. Like, he needs to be rehabilitated so desperately. Can you imagine? Like, it was on um, JoJo's night. The, of, the goat. Yeah. Yeah, he, that's when he posted it. He knew he'd get traction on it. He, yeah. like, used hashtags. Homeboy's been using hashtags this entire time. For somebody who claims who doesn't want to be associated with the franchise anymore, no. he knows how to work the system. He is brilliant, and it pisses me off. Yeah. A cab. All chads are bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's so gross. And the thing is, we know that he didn't actually do this thing, but the fact that he would even, quote-unquote, threaten to do it, it's just, like, yeah. really, it's gross. It's revenge. Like, also... I guess revenge porn. It's just yeah. gross. It's violating. It's violating. Yeah. Like, and also, like, how is this not illegal? Yeah. Like, yeah. I've seen so many things where, like, police won't help you unless you've been, like, actively hurt. Okay, what is the point of you mm-hmm. even existing? Mm-hmm. Like, if a person threatens to do this mm-hmm. thing to you and then, like, acts it, like, it's very clear that he is... There's something wrong. It's it's incorrect. I hate him. He's a terrible person. That like the only page I think I ever like comment on is when I see that he's behaving badly and I'm just like, "Oh, looks like you're still deranged." Thank you. Um but he like thrives on like negative reinforcement and I don't know if I'm hurting or helping, but I just like I cannot not no. say something. He is disgusting. Yeah, I wanted to save it for the podcast. I didn't post about it on our Instagram because I was like, I'm not giving this man one ounce mm-hmm. of more attention than he deserves. Mm-mm. I'm gonna put all my energy into Garrett. <laughs> oh Garrett's. Um <laughs> All Garrett's. All Garrett's. Oh yeah. One of the all the Garrett's are misbehaving. Yeah. 
Oh, all of them. Well, currently Becca's Garrett is at a wedding um, that has probably, you know, like a hundred people at it. So that's another thing. Imagine throwing a wedding when somebody might die from it. Anyway, I'm not going to go into that. Do you do you think they broke up? Like, um, it's hard to say. I've been, uh, been watching it closely. Mm-hmm. They, she is currently in Minnesota with her family and he's back at their house. Um, she has their dog with her. I think they're taking a break. She's been there for, like, almost a full month. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, there was, during the time that she was gone, somebody posted this, like, clickbait article saying they had broken up, and she commented on a post saying, oh, this like, is news no. to me. Yeah. So, you know, <sighs> yeah. Hmm. But I do think that she has admitted that they're going through things um, because of their differences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mean him Quote, being unquote, a, differences. Him being a literal trash you person. You know what? We have been going through some hard times because he's a fucking racist. Yeah. Um, but, so I don't know, but yeah, if anyone has any real tea, definitely pass it along. But I think currently they are still together. But I mean, it doesn't look good. And he is just, he's just doubled down so much on his pod, his Instagram. But just be careful to anyone who's listening. If you comment on his Instagram saying anything but utter ass licking praise, he will immediately block you. So, unless Ew. you have another account to, to spy on him like I do, then yeah. <laughs> don't do that. Jenna has, like, eight accounts. I do, I literally. <laughs> yeah, he blocked me on four of my five accounts. Oh, my God. Which one is left? Um, I, my new podcast um, that I'm creating with my roommate that's going to be a podcast where we're recapping um, chapter-by-chapter analysis of the new Stephanie Meyer book, Midnight Sun. It's coming out this early August. So. Offended that I have not heard of this before and just have not been asked. Oh, sorry. Um, so you're gonna love this podcast. It's called Midnight Sunburn. Look for it on iTunes and Spotify <laughs> in August. That's so great. Thank you. Um, but yeah, now I control him from a Twilight account, so that makes me feel like you a know what? Person. That's his audience anyway. <laughs> I'm a very mature person. Um, let's see. Oh, oh man, we were planning on doing a mini episode. That's not happening. Okay, yeah, let's a just couple wrap it more up. things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colton is apparently dating Lucy Hale. Uh, he is undeserving, and I don't know why they're dating so quickly. That seems very fast. It's very fast and weird, and uh, he just wants attention. I don't want to give him any more attention. I just, like, I don't really even get it because, like, when their season ended, we were all just like, oh, Cassie's too good for him. And then there's, like, this girl that looks exactly like Cassie but brunette yeah. is just, like, entirely too hot for him. I don't understand. He, I don't know how he's seeing these people. He's, he's, he's on my shit list. Pretty sure he's a Trumper. Um, I haven't oh, really he's absolutely a Trumper. Yeah, he's just on my shit list. I haven't list. figured out how to look that up, but well, he, he gives yeah. Trump energy. Like, you know when people, like adopt a certain kind of dog mm-hmm. and you're like oh mm-hmm. you voted for donald mm-hmm. trump that's how i feel about colton yeah we know that uh, we know that hannah ann's a trumper everybody do not believe her bullshit by following obama <laughs> she, so hilarious she did that immediately after i literally tagged her for following trump <sighs> um and she you had the what? audacity to say that she follows his instagram account for news news that's not where you get news, honey. No. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, she just wants to hear both sides, Jenna. I don't, like, I don't know how. That argument is so, it infuriates me to the no extent. But here's the thing. If that is true, okay, let's, let's have that conversation. You're not getting the news from the Instagram then. And you can follow slash get the news from both sides from many different resources. I don't know, just, like, try the New York Times, because yeah. they haven't published anything that was leftist in, like, yeah. seven years. There you go, good point. <laughs> We're gonna call that out. 
So it's just like the audacity of it. And I get it. She doesn't want people to know because it will ruin her brand. Well, not yeah. really because, I mean, Bachelor Nation is full of fucking Trumpers. So it's a weird dichotomy. I do want to say overall, though, I, our fan base, the Descartes Pods fan base, is full of beautiful angel babies mm. who we would be nowhere without you all. Mm -mm. Um, and But y'all are just like a slice of the bigger picture of, there is a slice of, I, I've been coming to calling it um, woke Bachelor Nation. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily love that word, but it's just, it's a good way to say it. And there is a huge section of Bachelor Nation that aren't Trumpers, that aren't pieces of shit, who still like the show, like you and me, and like our listeners. And these people exist, and they give the franchise money. The franchise needs to know that they are not only catering to these Karens. Mm -hmm. They have an entire section of people who expect and want better. And by Karens, we specifically mean, like, women who are so committed to, like, white supremacy that they abandon all other values. Yeah. And do not wear masks and all these different things. So, I don't know. I just, I want to, I, when we get into these conversations online, I want us to not get discouraged that we are the few. We are maybe the minority of the Bachelor Nation audience. But we are not that much of a minority. Also, We, we like, make up a good portion of it. So, just keep speaking up and keep asking for what you want. If you want better from the show, we just have to keep asking for it. That's how we got Matt James. You know? Like... Matt James, who has been not disappointing at all. No, of course not. <laughs> no. But, I mean, it just, no, you know, I, I baby steps, y'all. Yeah. And you have to keep talking about it, or it's not going to happen. So, yeah. So it keeps me going, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the crazy laugh. It's officially reached 97 degrees in this apartment. Oh, my God, I love it. One thing, I before we close, mm -hmm. um, we have been, for the past couple of episodes, um, soliciting opinions from people of color in Bachelor Nation. Jen and I are both white gals. Mm -hmm. uh, we're queer, but we don't know everything. Mm -hmm. um, and we have so, so appreciated your feedback and your contributions to our podcast. If you're a person of color and would like to continue contributing, we haven't fully decided how, how often we're going to post, mm -hmm. but if there's something that's going on that you have an opinion about, we are so happy to have you, and we will probably post them at the end of our episodes. I think we committed to yeah. like wanting to keep doing this mm -hmm. in the future. Um, and it's it's a pretty easy process. Um, you could uh, I've tagged everybody that's participated before. You could you know DM them and if I if you don't believe, um, but it's a quite easy process. I just recommend people record on their phone or their laptop. Um, just a little mp3 file they can make it very structured or casual and um, you just do like anything from a minute to ten minutes and just let you know let us know your feelings and we will put it in the podcast and then that we can uplift your voices and and yeah have more opinions about what we're talking about because we are just two white women so um, um, yeah that that platform is always open and yeah. when we are doing recaps um for a clear season i want to make it pretty regular but i'll make it probably we'll want to maybe do it like a little bit smaller version we'll we'll just have like one person each episode mm -hmm. who can um do a quick recap of their feelings yeah um and, like to be fair just so like full disclosure mm -hmm. it'll probably be have to be like pretty quick like mm -hmm. you watch it monday night because it's, we record on yeah. tuesdays and send us something um so if you have an opinion monday night and you send it before a certain time on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Again, like, not everyone's guaranteed to get in, but 
um, if you have something to say, mm -hmm. we will definitely listen regardless of yeah. whether it makes it into that the episode. That too. I did have a really beautiful fan that just sent me like a bunch of um, voice recordings about their opinion and they just wanted to express their opinion in our DMs. And I was, I have chills thinking about it. It was a great conversation. I'm forgetting their handle right now, but uh, you know who you are. And uh, it was wonderful. We just had a great conversation and they just were like, I want, I'm just so happy I have somebody I can talk to about mm -hmm. this. And I think too, like, even if it doesn't make it on the podcast episode, I think like, if it's something that isn't horrible and like aligns with our mm -hmm. values, like I'm sure we'd be like happy to post it mm -hmm. just like on the podcast oh, page definitely. in general. Certainly. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. That's a great idea. Um, so yeah, definitely think about that and DM us. Never, never stop DMing us. Um, let us Jenna know. Jenna needs it. I need the DMs always. Um, I just actually got some tea before this podcast, but I'm not going to talk about it yet. Stay tuned to the Instagram for that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, always DM us, listen, share, subscribe. Um, we got a new review in the last like month or so on iTunes. You can definitely do that if it if it fits your vibe, you know. Nice things only, please. Oh yeah, we can't. We're Danica and I are too fragile. If I see one negative comment online, oh, not okay, not okay. My mustache is like <laughs> sweaty about it. <laughs> so sweaty. Oh. Um, so anyway, I think we're wrapping up here. All I would like to say is good luck to Claire. Mm -hmm. uh, she already has one cast member that has COVID. So, um, good luck. Good luck. I, I don't know why, I don't know why we're doing this. <laughs> if anyone knows why we're doing this, please let us know. Uh, yeah, like, subscribe, comment, and tell us why we're still doing this. <laughs> Um, we love y'all. Love y'all. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on social media. On Instagram, we are Descartes Pod. On Twitter, we are Descartes Podcast. You can email us at DescartesThePodcast at gmail. And make sure you're following your hosts. Danica is at DrunkFeminist on Instagram. And Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, leave us a review. This is the final podcast tonight, when you are ready. I'm going to need you all to roll plus charm to do the ad. That's a five. I got a 10. Eight. All right, Travis. Buddy can manage to get out the name of the show, but not much else. Monster Pod. Sadie, Jimmy's going to be able to get out the premise, but you didn't roll high enough for any spoilers. Monster Pod is a real play Monster of the Week podcast where four government-employed idiots try to save the world. Sarah, Thomason rolled high enough to finish the ad. Releases every other Friday here on So Below Media. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.